boys. Boys. All I've got to say is, <laughs> thank God, MotoGP's back. Man. It seemed like a long time, didn't it? Oh, way too long. Yeah. How good was the racing? The racing was great. Amazing. They're talking best British Grand Prix ever. Be close too, wouldn't it? And we were, we've probably only seen 20 of them, so we can't, yeah. <laughs> can't comment. <laughs> yeah, true. But the racing was awesome. Uh, and oh, throughout the whole weekend, it just threw up some major different uh, results just because of the rain and stuff, So as it yeah. usually does. Can't say the same about the commentary. Um, <laughs> so for Australia, <laughs> yeah, it, it was all changed and we got the TNT feed. And no warning. No warning. No warning. The Fox Sports um, comments on Facebook, people were going nuts yeah. on it. It was yeah. so funny to read. All the Karens. We and don't shit. like change. No, we hate <laughs> change. No, we, we hate like change. change. So, so give us the facts, mate. So, I woke up Saturday morning to watch free practice one and two before work because I couldn't watch it on Friday. Yep. I got a minute in to listening to Neil Hodgson talk, <laughs> and I bought the MotoGP video pass, <laughs> and then smart, everything man. was back to normal. I'm surprised you heard him talk. They were just interrupting each other the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, it was it was fucking terrible. Um, it's something to do with... I've just got it up here. It's because the Foxtel Group has a content partnership now with Warner Brothers Discovery, which is now... Discovery's now been acquired uh, by BT Sport and now TNT Sports in the UK. Okay. So, I think it's just easier and probably cheaper for them to use yep. their feed. Yeah, right. But a bit of warning would have been great at least. But it's an end of an era because they've only ever had the dawn of feed. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's... Yeah, I mean, as you said, as you touched on with the comments, I mean, people aren't happy. Man, no Especially way. motorcycle fans, they're such fanatic fans. It's not a sport that you your mate watches next door. It's, you know, it's a quite a tight-knit community and for this to happen, yeah, people aren't people aren't happy. It was like, I, I compare it to, um, to watching a MotoGP race flicking it on Channel 31. <laughs> just, just that was how it felt. The commentary was just so much less professional. I found. Yeah, like, you can't beat Matthew Burr, and like I, I was finding myself missing it just in this one minute. Simon Crafer. Yeah, like, I yeah. love me some. He's Simon grown Crafer. on us over the years. We when he started, well, like who uh, is? We'll go on Conor McGregor. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> we were swear, Joe. We were, uh, <laughs> we were, we were hating Simon Crafer at the start. We couldn't believe it. Now. He was allowed to be... Sp- and now, <laughs> he's, he's, a G. He's, he's inside. He's, he's a G. And you touched on, and we'll get on to this later, about um, the Bezeki crash. Um, yeah, yeah that's right. inside of that. Where we didn't get that on the, no, the Fox Sports. We're not paying the extra. What you get? Just a couple of dribbles and groans out of Neil Oh, I was... And- they well, thought it was Marini, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What, what, what about some... Um, so is that all the facts? There's no other. That's that's really it. Okay. That's really it. So okay. um, the only shit thing with the video pass is yeah. is I woke up this uh, this morning for Tochimoto two because I fell asleep. Mm. Um, and then same, I had I fell asleep and then had to watch a sprint race Sunday morning, and I had to get my misses to put on the sprint race because they have no spoilers on the video pass. So if you open MotoGP video pass on your TV, yeah. They're like the race results are right there, and luckily, oh. I like thought like it came up with a thing, so then I had to get her to like click play on it, find it, yeah. Then, and it was like the most confusing app of all time, like standard MotoGP. Yeah, it is then, a tough app yeah, to use, so. yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. But as a, as a person who wouldn't go on it all the time, I go on it, I go, nah, this is too hard, yeah. And I go out and I go on like motorsport, it's the price you pay, though, yeah, exactly, it's the price you pay, so yeah. 
Yeah, that's so. How uh, much is it? The subscription? Like 120 bucks or something for the year. Yeah. Is it cheaper because we're halfway through the year? Or I have no idea. Okay. I've never, I've never, I've never bought it um, once before. But the cool thing is, at least you get like all the testing. Um, yeah, you get like all the testing and stuff. I you guess, get more so. behind the scenes interviews. and yeah. stuff. so I'll use it for that, which would be good. Man, what? Imagine watching testing on Fox Sports this year. It's oh, going to be eight no, hours no, of no. dribble. No. Couldn't no. think of anything worse. No. Hey, well, that was shocking. <laughs> Let's move on to the race results for us, Jim. All right. So, sprint race. Alex Marquez, Marco Bezzecchi, and Maverick Vinales third, mm. um, which is amazing. Obviously, it was, uh, you know, mixed conditions, rainy. So, it's, it always pulls up something different, but it was good for Alex Marquez to get a W for him. And then main race, Alicia Spargo, amazing win. Uh, Banyaya and Brad Binder third. So yeah, Binder was a surprise. Uh, I quietly tipped for the podium. Yeah, well, yeah. I did. Uh, Crystal, <laughs> Crystal Ball was engaged <laughs> over the week. And uh, Aprilia, as we all know, uh, got up on the win. I, I, and I think we both agreed last yeah. podcast that it would suit their would suit their bike. But I did not see a Leish winning on that Sunday morning. Nah, I didn't either. Like, nah. yeah, he, I mean, free practice. He came out in the wet and he did an amazing lap in practice one. Mm. Um, and then obviously he didn't, he stayed pretty quiet throughout the whole weekend. But then, yeah, zero when it mattered. He was just on it, wasn't he? Yeah. That was the thing. I think they made, made the most of it Aprilia. Yeah, like, definitely. They've been prone to throwing it away. Yeah. Did you say all their bikes were in the top? So all their bikes were in the top 10. Three of them were in the top five. Yeah, it's great. So uh, stunning performance by Miguel. It was great to see him back. Uh, you and I both had him. We did. Uh, tips for a podium, but um, not far off at all. I think he raced awesome. He's a so, jet, Miguel. And the other thing is, if you, so went, if you yeah. went back and watched that race, lap... 13 or 14th, he was 11th or 12th. Yeah, yeah. he like he carved through it. But carved through it. Like your good mate Danilo Petrucci, <laughs> Miguel is actually a master in those conditions. Yeah, and we've yeah. seen it time again. How was the Jack. difference in the, in the last sector? He passed. Uh, who did he pass in the last M- sector? Maverick was, and um, was it and Binder. Yeah, in the yeah, last yeah. sector, and that was just incredible. Like he just had looked like he had so much more grip, but big balls. Definitely. Mm. Yeah. But Binder's got the biggest fucking kahoon he's going around. Yeah, he does. So, well, especially yeah. on his tyre choice. Yeah. Because his temp would have dropped big time. He went medium, 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 medium Which he? I thought yeah. was a smart play. Me too. I thought so. And he was there the whole race. Yeah, I thought, oh, come the last few laps, if yeah. he stays uh, weather-wise how it is, he'll he'll win. Yeah. That doesn't usually correlate that, correlate that much in MotoGP, I find. Not as much as what it normally does in yeah. like Formula One or yeah. something. It does like they put medium and soft, soft. Sometimes some people, the soft runners get more grip at the end. It's yeah, very unusual. So or similar to like um, Marquez last year, he ran soft to Philip Island. Everyone's like, "What the? F- yeah, are you running softs for?" And he made it last and yeah. what, came second or third. Yeah, second, I think. Maybe yeah, something like that. Anyway, it's interesting. But yeah, and Binder, <clears throat> he's just becoming more and more um, consistent now. Yeah, you know they've taken a massive leap, KDM. Um, and, and Brad Binder, like mm. he's got so much talent, arguably one of the most talented riders on that grid. Oh, for sure. Um, so it's good to see him really up there now, kind of race in, race out. It's good that they can qualify now too. They've got that yeah. one lap pace. <laughs> that, that whole shot device. Oh. Is yeah, it's the best on the grid. Mm. It's just like a guarantee that it's either been Miller or Binder. Yeah. First no, and turn a, one. That's an unreal hole shot, that. But yeah, with that race, obviously, the, like, thank God, when the GP's back, the racing was amazing. Um, mm. I thought... I cracked it when Bezeki crashed. I was like, oh, I know. Uh, I, Peko's just going to run away with it. Yeah. And then no one's going to pass because of the arrow. Yeah. Um, it looked and, like Alicia's flicked a switch. Yeah. 
And within a couple laps, he was on his ass. Yeah, that's right. And then um, I think that he kind of dragged Binder yeah. up with him. And then yeah. and, 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 and Oliveira then came. And then Vinales, yeah. Because I, what I noticed with, with Vinales and, and Miller's incident, Vinales lost about four or five seconds on that lap. That cost him. Cost him massively. Because he got up to the back. He could see he would have you know worn his tyres more to get to that position. So good things though. Like good things for Aprilia. Really exciting for their next few rounds. Yeah, that's all right. They just exactly. got to continue, continue with it and roll on with it. Who's closer to a win, Miller or Vinales? I reckon... Oh, that's a great question. Because it's third win on the manufacturer. Vinales had a good start for the first he time did. ever. Bad motor GP, him to put up a funny <laughs> yeah. meme about that. <laughs> Shout yeah. out to them. Um, you know what? Alex Rins is going to be the first one to take a win on three different manufacturers next year. Wow. So you're not, you're on the Yamaha. On the Yamaha. So you don't reckon Vinales is going to... I reckon Vinales will, get, will win some... I'm not talking sprint race. I'm talking main race. You're talking main race. Yeah. You know what? I reckon Vinales will win? Phillip Island. Nah. Loves that nah. track. Loves that track and suits an Aprilia. I can't see it, man. I reckon someone like Miguel would win that. Yeah, I think Miguel's. Conditions. I think Bro, Miguel, imagine Miguel wins. We're gonna we're gonna get Portuguese flags for that. If oh, hundred percent. We love. We're big Miguel fans over here. Yeah, maybe a few Portuguese. Tarts. We know a good right. Ro- <laughs> 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 I was at Costco today. They had him on. They had him there. Dieting at, the the dieting at the moment. Dieting at the moment. Dieting for GP. It's <laughs> <laughs> normally the ten week challenge, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah ten week challenge. That's it. How much can you starve yourself in ten weeks? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it only comes down to last week and I'm having like ski team run it, shit run it, on, <laughs> run it on empty he's running on empty save it, save it for the fitness pod yeah. <laughs> I'm an oily rag this one uh, but yeah I, mean, I I just enjoyed the weekend I love when there's miscondi- mixed conditions oh, and they yeah, don't have great. dry when they don't have dry running yeah. they can't get the setups going there's always pre- um, surprise results so yeah. it shakes it up a lot and I think what do we think about these new tyre pressure um, law or you know the new rules Imposed because I heard a rumor that that um, Ducati was a team that was running theirs way too low first half of the year, way too low. That's the rumor okay. that I heard in the paddock, um, not in the paddock personally, but the paddock rumor. And, <laughs> you in there, were you? and I think the TNT podcast, podcast telecast actually touched on it, and it was one of the big things of Yamaha was doing the right thing, Honda was doing the right thing, and Ducati weren't. So what you're saying, and we'll clip this in, yeah, uh, is you're saying Ducati are cheats. <laughs> no, I'm saying they've, they've stretched the rules too far, and then that this is why MotoGP has to bring this rule in. And we saw the gap close. That's didn't what we? they do. We saw the gap close. Yeah, it's all right. And man, maybe it's harder to gauge because it was like raining and mixed conditions uh, one, all weekend. One thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. one thousand. That definitely changes it up. It but does. I would have to agree with that, um, because I think Peko was one of the first ones to come out and say, oh, this pressure system's unsafe. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah, true. Da, da, da. Covering his tracks. Yeah. And then like we touched on last week, last year, there was talks about Ducati running yeah. pressures too low and stuff like that. Yeah. So it would make sense if that's why they've bought it in. And yeah. Speaking about the conditions as well, Tom, I think we talked about this during the race weekend. Um, it was pissing down rain. Yeah. And I was like, if that was an F1 race, that would have been red flagged instantly. I think on... And I'm surprised it almost wasn't at one stage. On it yeah. was bucketing down. On the Saturday for Quali, the, I reckon they would have just f- packed up and gone home if it was F1. <laughs> there yeah. was standing water all on the track. Like yeah. I've had big sweepers and stuff. Man, there. I don't yep. think I've seen a track that wet before. Yeah. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Get your heads out of the gutters. <laughs> I haven't seen a landing strip that wet in years. <laughs> all right? 
It, was, it is it, an old airfield. It is. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. You Thank you. Yeah. It'll be... <laughs> Yeah, we know that, all right? Jesus. Whoa, fucking hell. Uh, Switch R. Uh, Daniel's lonely. <laughs> I got you two. Three giggling virgins again. Fucking at it. All right, so can we talk about some Moto2 action, please? Because um, the racing seems to be... Yeah, it seems like it's it's been a very good year for Moto2. Yeah. It's, it's in, and we've just already talked about it, but Moto2 is in its healthiest state at the moment. Um, out of all, the, how long's how long's it been going for now? Since 2012, 2011, yeah. I think. Mm. And it's always been, it's always the one that ever it was promised to be the best racing was yeah. Moto Two when it yeah. first came when it first came to the scene. It has never lived up to it. Um, it's been, definitely been the best year since the um, the new engines. Yeah, the just, new Triumph just, engines. Just yeah. probably. Even last year was it last year or the year before the year with before um, we Remy, Hernandez and Remy Gardner that was also we a had good more year. Of a, Even the year before that was good too so it has yeah. built up to it the last three or four years have yeah. been really really good I think though with that Remy Gardner year we probably had more invested interest in it because it was just those two Red Bull bikes winning every race pretty much yeah, yeah it, and with Moto Two it's normally like one team yeah. that will kind of just win it like yeah. the KDM Red Bulls or whatever it yeah. is or Mark VDS or yeah yeah exactly Mark VDS yeah. Um, but that is a stacked field. Like there is yeah. so much talent, and uh, in Moto Two, like you've got uh, Aaron Kennett, Acosta, Joe Roberts, um, Sam Lowe's, Igura, Tony Arbolino. Yeah. Um, then you still still got like Darren Binder, um, Celestino Vietti, Jake Dixon, Guevara, Alonso yeah. Lopez. Yeah. They're all like, Sergio Garcia. Sergio Garcia. Foggia. They're really well-known names. It's a, it is a stacked it's field. Stacked yeah. field. It's so competitive. Big bad bustling Barry Baltus. <laughs> <laughs> and you can always trust Aguirre to throw it down the road. So <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. It's um, True. it's it's yeah, it's just amazing. But yeah, great win. As you were saying, it's one of the rides of the season. Furman Aldegar. Man, it was a long time coming. He had a couple um, promising sort of starts. He kind of threw it away. He's only eighteen. Mm. So still um, honing the craft, but geez, yeah. what a dominant display! Hit the front, and that was it. See you later. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah, Bosco yeah. Scorda bike looks amazing. I know, doesn't it? It looks so fast. good. He was fast. Oh. Just what's going off Aaron Canet though? Like seriously? No, no, no. Aaron Canet, according <laughs> to the TNT boys, he'd be great at a wedding, I reckon. Aaron Canet as the <laughs> bridesmaid. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, he's got no hope. Uh, it must be playing in his mind. Oh, Do we ever see him in a GP bike? I just. I just can't see it happening. There's I, just too, many, I, too I still, much talent. I still can just because he's consistent. He's kind of always like top five. Top I six. swear to God, those MotoGP teams prefer like a rider that wins two races and then crushes out three in a row. I swear <laughs> to God, you are, you're going to... If you show you have a talent and you win races, that's going to get you much further than being third every race. Well, that's how Quattararo got picked. That's, yeah. I think they want that guy that's going to throw... That it. X Factor. Yeah, that X Factor that's yeah. going to throw everything at it. Yeah. And I think you'll see someone like... That's why they're looking obviously at Acosta, yep. uh, Arbolino, and like Alonso Lopez. Alonso I wouldn't be Lopez, surprised yeah. if he's, you know, yeah. he's got he's extra. He's amazing. Yeah, he's one of my favorite riders. I reckon Arbolino is going to come in MotoGP and do absolutely nothing. Probably. I, I, I second. He'd be like 1890s every race. It'll be that. like um, Tito Rabat. Oh, that's the ultimate. Yeah. He's got serious talent, Tony Arbolino, but I still reckon Acosta. They got that X factor. Yeah. Yeah. 
You know? He's having a ripper season, but... Yeah. Yeah, he's having a good... I just hope he brings the fight to Acosta. Yeah, for sure. Regardless of who wins the championship. Yeah, same. I, I'm not fussed because I love Pedro Acosta. I think he's amazing. Yeah. And he's only, what, 19, 18? He's only like... Yeah, it's crazy. So, the sport's in good hands. Yeah. With the boys coming up. Yeah. Like, yeah. And even Moto3, like, they're... There's some good names popping through that too. Man, for sure. I was, when I was watching the race, I was like, man, there's a few boys that could go up next year. But yeah, it's, Mo- um, Moto2 is where it's at. Ends, for me, the best looking motorcycles in the world right now is the Moto2 bikes. Wow. Yeah, good call. No winglets. It's just, they're all very similar. They sound great. They sound great. Mm. And I reckon they just look like race bikes. You've yeah. got a soft spot for those bikes. Yeah, I'd love to own one. You could buy them. Mm. It's just like 60 grand or yeah, 40 grand. And Triumph have just signed on till 2029 as the engine and yeah, nice. box manufacturer. I think it's a great, a great ploy from them. Yeah, it's big for them. Big for them. Because it just it promotes the brand so well. You don't have to have Triumph bikes on there. to. It's just a, tr- a trust factor. Yeah. So. It'd be good if you could trust their road bikes. <laughs> 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 nah, they're actually not bad. So, a couple little things... Going a little bit off topic, but still MotoGP, I saw an interview with Mick Doohan and Casey Stoner and they were talking about Honda and and Mark Marquez and there was some really strong... I don't know if you guys saw it, but it was after qualifying on, on Saturday. But to put it into a few words, they were asked, you know, if you were Mark Marquez, would you stay at Honda? Would you show loyalty? And they're like, nah, get the fuck out of there. You're done. Move into something else because they're not going to be competitive for the next few years. No. You're at the prime of your career. And they... I thought it was interesting for Mick doing because he had the strongest words and he's got probably the biggest affiliation with Repsol he's Honda. He's Mr. Honda. Yeah. And, and Mr. Repsol. And he yeah. said... And we'll clip this in later um, in the... While you're watching. Not right now. Um, I don't know how quick you are. But it was just really interesting to see the lack of... Lack of passion and care from, from their factory. So, what do that's, you guys think about that? That's so interesting. Um... And if they were Marquez, they would jump ship straight away, gone now, if that was if they were in that, that position. Yeah, like, well, Casey Stoner left Ducati for Repsol Honda and when they're all spiraling. Yep. Um, so I can understand that. Doing, yeah, like, for Mark Marquez, just say, just say next year he finishes 10th, right? And then the year after, he has a bike and then wins just say another title or another two more world titles would that look better on his resume um as a complete rider or just say he goes to kdm and wins a title straight off the bat goes kdm he goes to kdm he look looks at, better but do it on yeah do but it on another bike but look at but, the rossi but then look at better the rossi than factor. developing a, a bad a very bad repsol is what i'm trying to get to mm. it's a fine line uh, for me it'd be go to another bike okay because you you know Obviously, circumstances are going to be a lot different because the KDM is a good bike. Yeah. Like Tommy was saying about Valentino. Yeah. He went to a shit Yamaha. Yeah. I guess it's a similar thing to what Rossi is doing if he yeah. stays. That's right. Because he's staying on it, you know. Mm. Like he, Rossi left that Honda and that was... The, that was the peak of the powers. Yeah. It was the best bike out. By far. By far. Yeah. But yeah, it's just interesting. It's an interesting thought. Mm. Like if I was him, I'd probably I'd leave and go to KDM or something as well. 100%. And I think that bike suits, and we've touched on it so many times, it'll suit his riding style. Yeah. And yeah. look, it pains me to say it, I love Jack Miller, but the way he's going, I can't see him there Long after term. 2024. No. no Re- I really can't. 
He just is. We've touched on this. It's a lack previous, of consistency. It's it's cock tees. Yeah, he's still simple. going around um, Silverstone right now. <laughs> it's simple cock tees though. Like he's just he has it, but. I think it was got a bit unlucky over Silverstone though. He got punted off twice. The second one he should have conceded. Yeah. He was uh, go he he was a roadblock in that race. Yeah. Like he was. He would have finished he, he would have finished outside the top ten probably. Yeah. I mean we know, we'll never know. And we love Jack. He does come back. It's just You know, he's gotta prove us wrong. That's it. Yeah, no, I do, he's yeah. Bindus, when he's on his game but Jack Miller, he's Yeah. Oh yeah, of yeah, exactly, he's and there. that's and that's why he's got the seat. He can he can have those weekends that he just no. dominates. The problem is he hasn't done it yet. Yeah, this is it's halfway through a season. Normally he's already yeah, done yeah, it by yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, that's the concern. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a very good point. So, you know, if Marquez is going to leave, I think that's a seat where it's. Oh, who knows nice. what's going to happen with Marquez? That's still such an interesting one. Like. There's Ooh. so many things up in the air. There is yeah, so know. many I things. I think my uh, <laughs> he goes Ball. to Grassini. Grassini, you deserve like six chinos. Because I think <laughs> cappuccinos. I think I was the first to break that story in the world. All right, <laughs> All right. <Clip> that. <laughs> I I, I know, truly believe that I'm in two minds here because. If he gets this right, I'll be so annoyed that he's right because I'll hear about it to the end of yeah. time. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. I'll get married and he would make a wedding speech and would about still drop that. that in. I would. I would. <laughs> I fucking would. But the clip would be amazing if we timestamp it and it actually gets signed to Grassini Ducati with his brother. It would be incredible. Surely they invite you into the pits. Oh, man. I, I want to I want to sit on the bike with the photo down and then I can yeet the fuck out of you there. Gotta, you got to be the one handing Marquez's contract, <laughs> yeah. reckon, if it happens. Oh, I'll, be the, the I'll, I'll, be, no, I'll, I'll be the witness yeah, on, the, yeah. on the contract. <laughs> I called this. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, that'd be cool. I mean, let's see. I mean, man, silly season right now. Oh, it's, it's crazy. crazy. It's, it's, it is. It's so full on. Like today. Thank what was the rumours today you were talking about before? So, Zarko's been approached by LCR. Um... And he's come out and said, "Look, World Supers isn't an option. He wants to stay in the paddock." Well, yeah. And he makes. What, what do you think of that? Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> he makes a valid. I'd rather point. be on a Honda than a. I'd rather be. I'd rather be on a Honda MotoGP bike than a Ducati at Mo- or World Supers. That's bike. A sh- such a sh- clip. Sword. That Curtis, you fucking legend. <laughs> Swedger. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I agree with that, Tom. Nah, that's terrible, boys. Thank you. I agree with that. You'd rather be getting bucked off a bike or sitting last. I like three compared to, Coda. Change compared to winning races, at most with the power plant. <laughs> Man, it's just if that bike can win a race this year, it can win another race. Yeah, it's it's a good point. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the facts. It won a race. It did win a race, which so, is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Something 100%. about that track. But what your point is is, yeah, I'd still rather be. I'd still rather want to be in that MotoGP field. Everyone does. There's no doubt about it. But I like winning, so I'd rather take a winning bike than a losing bike. Mm. But like elite mentality is probably the difference. <laughs> We've seen you play cricket. Yeah, and you you learn a lot from the riders on MotoGP as well. well so you can take your skills to then to superbike. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. But yeah, so Zarko's been approached by LCR. That's a great fit. Uh, little known fact: he has raced for LCR Honda. Mm. We were there for that race. Yeah, he was. Yep. And yeah, then he went to Tech Trois after that, didn't he? No. This, it, was, oh, it was in between KDM and Prama. Yeah, it was. Yeah, oh, I was too. Yeah, 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 yeah. When he left. He left. What did he Halfway do? Halfway through the season. That was fucking nuts. He got another ride. Mm. Why did Lucky. he leave? Because KDM was shit out. out. So I hated it. 
He did too. That yeah. seems like a long, long know, time man. ago, man. I know. Would that have been like 2015, 2016? Or am I dreaming that? 16? Yeah, mm. probably. 16, I reckon. There or thereabouts. Yeah, okay. 16, 17. But yeah, I think like you said, that would be a good fit for him. Going yeah. Going back to LCR. And then... Um, so, Bezeki takes his obviously, place? Obviously, yeah. Then Bezeki takes his place. So, uh, I was actually wrong last week when I said they had... Uh, VR46 had signed for a 2024 mm. Ducati. So, apologies on oh, that. Oh, okay. Um... So yeah, so if Zarco leaves Bezeki to Pramac. And then gets and then the fa- obviously the factory bike. Gets the factory bike and then that'll bring Frankie into Mooney VR46, which uh, Ducati have confirmed their interest for him. <laughs> Not happy about that. Wouldn't they rather a young gun for I Moto2? Know. But who are they going to take? Tony so, Avellino? He's not part of the academy. Isn't he? No. Not. Uh, Monster, um, Red Bull Red Bull sponsorship. That's such a. Sh- I don't like that. Is there, who, who's the, hate, who's Vietti, sponsors getting involved? Yeah, ch- ch- nah, he's nowhere. Ch- Chabby Vietti. He's nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> he threw the championship down the road last year. He was yeah, he's nowhere 30, now. 40 points in front, and he threw it away. Just couldn't stay on the bike. Just so Morbidelli. That's the only other option, though, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. So he's just gonna get signed. We'll figure that one out already. Well, hang on. There's got to be other options there. Unless, Surely. unless it goes to another different team like when Bastianini and Marini came into MotoGP. Uh, they split up the team. Split up sort of how LCR and Italy yeah. 200 is. So there's one Mooney bike and then one Avinta Racing Ducati, yeah, for the, example. And I, then you bring in like an Arbolino. But Rossi's not going to do that. He's just going to have... Of course not. No. Because now he's he's oh, only so got one bike bro, in uh, Moto2 now. He's gifted. Like I'm not saying gifted as in his uh, good talent, but Morbidelli, he's just going to fall into that seat. Because yeah, he's, a, like, v- because he's a, VR, a, a he's a VR rider. Like um, how uh, Nakagami is with the, in yes, the suit. Yeah. It's the same. It's, it's so annoying suit. though. Yeah, they just it's. But there's no other option. They need no, a Japanese not. rider. They, they need, need an Italian who's in the academy. That's crazy. Yeah. He'll so that probably, should he'll, he'll probably come out and win races now. More of a Dalian than Chicati. But at the, at the end of the day, he finished second in the championship. So he's he's a race winner and he, he's proven yeah. to be quick over a lap. As well, it's so not the worst qualify. decision. We like no, uh, we it's talk not. shit on it, it's but not. it's not the worst decision, really. It's not. It's a good place they're actually in. So yeah, that's that's that. And Have then, they got any young kids coming through in the in the academy? Through the academy, not really. I don't think. Well, All let's have a look are... at let, let's have a look at the results. So, uh, Ortola was he Italian? No, <laughs> I think he's Spanish. Well, definitely not Romano <laughs> Fanati. You know what? There's not really anyone in Moto3. No. Ricardo Rossi, but he's not part of the um, academy, I don't believe. They uh, got that VR46 Master Camp bike in Moto2 with yeah. um, Manuel or Manu Gonzalez. The, the next one is <clears throat> um, Chalestino Vietti, really. Yeah, which I don't see for another at least two years into yeah. GP. You know what, though? The next... The bit of talent coming through is pretty heavily Spanish dominated. It is, it? yeah. It's, it's sort of swung back that way. Yeah, for sure. And you know what? There's a few other like um, more South Americans now. You know, yeah. David Alonso from the weekends. Yeah. Uh, Diego Moreira, Brazilian. Yep. Um, Granado as well. Yeah, mm. that's all right. So that's interesting. Yeah, on so. on Moto three, um, props to David Alonso. First win as a and first Colombian winner. Yeah, it's cool. From P twenty eight on the grid. From last on the grid. 
Well, technically, yeah, second last, but last. What a race, man! That was that was unreal. To watch, unreal. Nineteen for the lead. What other race has that? Coming to corners, six, seven abreast. Yeah, that track, as as we touched on earlier, it just it breeds that old style of racing yeah. from MGP, where there's yeah. there's two or three passes on the apex. So, yeah, really enjoyed it. What's the results? Who finished first, second, and third? Uh, so David Alonso, um, Ayumi Sasaki seconds, and Holgado. Danny Holgado third. Yeah, 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 yeah. Onshu was running there, and then he freaking messed it up at the end, ran wide. And Lando Norris was in, I think, was it Ivan Atola? Was it his pit box for like the whole race? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're mates, are they? Or? Nah, it must be. Because Oscar Piastri was there as well. Yeah, saw yep. that. Like Quadlock or saying. Well, it's only a, it's a five minute drive from their factory. Uh, so it's cool. five minutes away from like a, eight, eight out of the 10 teams as factories within a um, short drive of Silverstone. Yes, because Miller was at Red Bull HQ. Yeah, yeah that's true. I did see that. That was cool. cool. I think there was a few um, aero upgrades for some of the GP bikes as well throughout the weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. I think Honda tried to run a similar sort of yes. setup to KDM. Yeah. Ducati introduced some um, winglets on their forks like Aprilia. Mm. Uh, then a couple of people changed up their like. They need to they need to strip that back seriously. Even like the if you see the rear cam, the rear camera on the Yamaha, you can't fucking see anything because <laughs> oh. the camera's facing forward. All the wings are just like this. Oh god! Oh no shit! <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, of half course. Half the people lost their wings. This, this they round did. Anyway. Of, yeah, yeah. That's oh, it. Strip, yeah. strip it back. Like it didn't help with Bezeki's crash. Nah. I think it played a big part in it. Yeah. Besides the fact that it was a stupid move, and like you said, Tommy, he should have learnt from the lap before. Yeah, I definitely think he ran wide and the lap before, and then as you know, we were saying, obviously he got stuck in that slipstream, but. Yeah, I don't know. Just you should learn from your mistakes. Yeah, hundred percent. Bit of an experience there. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks for the championship for him as well. You know, another crash of the It's amazing in MotoGP because you crash and you're gone. You crash in F1, you can change a wing, you still might get a few points. You're gone. Right. Like yeah. Yeah. the whole I weekend's know. done. I know. So it's big so risk of injury as well. Massive so it affects you know another three races yeah, or something. It's just different. Um, boys, what's going on with Anio Bastianini? Yeah, speaking mm, of injury. Yeah. yeah. Well, lack of now, yeah, I suppose. Well, so so he says. Yeah. Because he said... But why would he come out and say that he's not... Well, he is fully fit when he's not. That wouldn't make sense either. No, it wouldn't make sense, but... Yeah. You know. I would just, I'd still fucking say I'm injured. I'd still say I've got niggling injuries. So then, you you know, if you have a shit weekend, then you're not going to criticise for it like we are right now. Yeah. Because he was really nowhere. Granted, maybe it was just a wet weather. Maybe the mixed conditions didn't help yeah. with the setup. Well, yeah. I mean, he hasn't raced. I mean, yeah, he's been back a few weeks though now, isn't he? Yeah, and he, it would still have wet weather. Where do you, where do you, is he spooked? Where do he finish? Nah. He, oh, he finished like eleventh or twelfth, didn't he? Or maybe he DNF'd in the main race. Did he? Did he crash? Yeah, because uh, yeah, face twelve mate punting him. Hit up the got hit up the ass. Mark Marquez hit him up he the hit, ass. He did hit him up the yeah. ass. Yeah. Typical fucking Marquez. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> it's standard. It is standard. So he did, and then he had to retire from that because he didn't crash from that. He got back up, yeah, then he retired. So but, like he stayed up, I think. But uh, I think he was running, what, 14th, 15th? Or back no, he was up in, 12th. Was towards the yeah. top 10 at one stage. Yeah. He looked like he was getting a bit of a move on. Mm. But then probably yeah, just faded back. And then obviously in the clutches of old mate Marquez. Mm. Just shocking. But yeah, <laughs> I, I wonder what that's like with the Ducati factory, you know, if these results... Like, if he doesn't perform in the next round, Spielberg, 
a Ducati track, mm. then, you know, I think pr- there'll be mounting pressure, even though he's got another year on his contract. I was talking about it with a mate today. And, <clears throat> oh, look, I can't see a world where Bastianini doesn't win a race this year. But if that's the case, maybe swap him with Martin. Martin's proven himself at the moment. It's could, been it unlucky. Could be on the cards. We're, we're pretty tough though. Like Bastianini's been injured for so long, but yeah. Well, like you said, he's fully fit. Yeah. So he's got to he's got to start pulling something out of the bag. Yeah, and I think Austria. That's the yeah. one. It has to be the one. I think if it's not mixed conditions, it probably like I said, didn't probably didn't help him. Probably not. But just to be fair, if you bring it back, mm. if he brings it back in Austria, then yeah, if he podiums in Austria, ball then. Game. Like we know we're on, but man, going back to the race as well, how amazing was Aspargo's pass on Bagnar at the end? Like I think that was unappreciated on on the coverage, definitely. Oh, for sure. He he must have taken everything out to go on that because it was on. I don't know what that corner's called, but it's after the old straight, the old front straight. Yeah, yeah. And then passed him up the inside, um, with maggots yeah, and Beckett. Yeah, that like, was great. awesome move. And that that Ducati is just a rocket, just off the line, uh, out of corners. Yeah, it's up. So, yeah, he just was trying and trying and trying all race. So, we haven't touched on that, but I just thought it was worth a mention. No, he, like I said, I, they definitely made the most of their opportunity. Yeah. Cashed in on the weekend at hand, uh, as we touched on it. Was Did you expect top. a move from Bags, though? On the no, I didn't actually. Okay. Because he's not the greatest, typically, in those conditions. So, for him to finish where he did was actually not bad for him. Still yep. rode like a champion. He that did. was the thing. He didn't so, put a foot wrong the whole race. Man, he was on rails. Yeah. And I actually didn't think Aspargo was going to make the move. No. I just thought he was just that little bit too fast. Because yeah. at one stage, he sort of, uh, during that sort of rain rainy period, he yeah. did pull away a little yeah. bit more. Yeah, he did. But you could see the last sector, he was really holding back. Well, he's the first one to think in conditions as well. So to do that, to yeah. do what he did in, the, yeah. in that circumstance, is like, that's pretty amazing. Because the spugger, all he has to do is just follow his line. If he's braking early, he's just got to brake a little bit later. That's exactly. It. Like it's so, it's so much easier following him over the GP. For sure. I think he played it safe. I think it was smart. Yeah. Peko of old would have tried to make a move and bind it. Yeah. yeah. So I think he's learned. And, you know, take the points from a miserable Saturday. Yeah. P14 in the sprint. Take the points. You know, your, your closest rival's out. Yeah. And, you know, you're probably not really aware of who exactly is behind you but he wouldn't have seen a front wheel of a white Pramac so he's like okay well Martin I guess isn't around here max points in a sense because Martin was sort of nowhere he ran wide at the start yeah I think he got moved out or something like that yeah Mm. but did well to claw it back I think top 8 or something top top 10 he's looking good so apart from the the commentary it was an amazing weekend of uh, MotoGP. Well, with the um, it was an amazing weekend. Now, Daniel and I got a bit of a um, an axe to grind with Jake Dixon's frustration, Moto yeah. Two, which leads into the commentary. Yeah. So he got uh, in quotation marks taken out by uh, Darren Binder. Binder Binder. Uh yeah, but that. And he, he walked back into the pits. It was his home Grand Prix. Obviously, you can understand you're so frustrated. Yeah. Like, it was good good coverage. He, like, threw his gloves into the chair. You could just hear him screaming. But that was his fault. Mm. Darren Binder couldn't have done anything. He was on the racing line on the inside. There's no what nothing else you can do. He was, just he just turned tucked into him and then just front-end folded. Dumb. Early laps, you can't overtake on the outside of that corner. Mm. 
concede the place, mate. You, you weren't in the place it's a, anyway. It's a lot. And didn't he qualify? I think maybe because he qualified like 15. Because he had a, he stacked it in yeah. qualies. He had a big yeah um, stack. Yeah. You'll get there, mate. Like it's a long race. It's a long race. You know, Sam Sam Lowe's didn't qualify well, and he um, finished really well. Just take your time. Yeah. So it was just dumb. Like I've got the the transcript here. So. He, so Neil Hodge, first of all, I don't think it was right by Neil Hodgson to go there straight after. As yeah, an ex-racer, rough. you should know that tensions run high. Don't bombard someone straight away. In <laughs> Do they pit. want? They want that though. Oh, they want I know, that. I know, I know. They want that raw. Um, but even as like clickbait, even as a mate of his, and I think maybe his ex-manager or training, like or coach or something or other. Don't. Maybe that's don't why he felt that. like he could do that. So. You know, yeah. Dixon starts honestly, like, honestly I just, sometimes, sometimes I don't understand, I don't what, this understand what this guy's doing. He can clearly see that I'm past him, which first he clearly of all, see that I'm past him. And he goes, use your brain, I'm faster than you. I'm going to pull us I'm forward, pull us don't forward. ram me. You're going to listen to this. You've ruined just, my championship. Like you're going to listen to this. You've ruined my that championship. That was the stupidest <laughs> call. Relax, champ. You've won you're one race. Yeah. You're not fucking Mark Marquez. I'm absolutely that is such a terrible call. So you ruined everyone's championships, but mate. But you're an absolute idiot. Just an absolute I'm absolutely clown. raging. I'm we put so much hard work in. I made a mistake yesterday, but he's just an absolute clown. I'm sick to death of it. When you're around people like him, ban him. Ban him. It's stupid. He does it to everyone. How many times has he done it? I'm not just exaggerating. He does it all the time. Moto 3, now Moto 2. It's stupid. Wow. Look, granted, Darren Binder is a clown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But to me, Jake Dixon's an even bigger clown. Yeah. Jake Dixon may as well go around next week in a Ronald McDonald outfit (laughs) after that rant. He's very arrogant, Jake Dixon, I reckon. For a bloke that's won one race, yeah. he's got a lot to say. I think he thinks he's so much better than he actually is. He's terrible. Mm. Maybe he's trying to uh, gaslight other teams and just say that he's better than what he actually yeah. is. I mean, the guy's 20... What is he? 28, 27, 28 years old? Like, yeah, he, he's, he's been around that old. He's been around a long yeah, yeah, time. No shit. Yeah, yeah, like, mate, if you're not in GP and you're 28 nah, years old... You, you, yeah. Send him to Supersport. Don't be, sent, don't be talking in the media like that. Prove yourself first. He's going to Supersport. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Is he? May as well now. Oh yeah, Christ Almighty! Put him out in the paddock, fucking hell! But I think that's, put him out the most. That's that's disrespectful. I think first and foremost. Yeah. Wasn't Darren Darren Binder's fault? It wasn't Darren Binder's fault, even though it normally is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't his fault, and I think with a blow up like that in the public eye straight after, that's not a good look if you're trying to get yourself into MotoGP as well. Yeah, because no one's going to tolerate that shit. Really, who, yeah, which team's going to take him on and go, well, imagine, you know, someone mm. asked, imagine Takagami dive bombs him like he does everyone else. <laughs> What's he going to cut? You know, yeah, come out yeah. and start mm. slurring on Taka, like... Yeah. Ranting about the championship being in 17th place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Scores one point. You ruined my championship. <laughs> what a goose. It's. I guess it is, to be devil's advocate, it is uh, the heat, heat of the moment and that's where they got him, you know? Oh, 100%. I'd like to see his words on it now. If he backs it up still, then... Yeah, but you know what? Those words sometimes are what he actually is thinking. And then they go, they then they interview an hour later and they go, oh, no, no, it's all good. Like, they've got their their management, they've got their management in their ears telling them what to say. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. So he'll come out and say, oh, I didn't really mean it, but, you know, yeah, he fucking did. He did mean it. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. Yeah, for sure. Jay, it's a sure thing. Yeah, it's a sure thing. So, boys, I have to 
go back to what we we're talking about with the commentary. Um, there was actually a little known fact for the weekend that uh, Sylvain Guntoli, who's their, normally their main commentator, okay. he actually wasn't there for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he right. was at the bloody, he was at the Suzuki eight hour. So Alex Lowe's isn't normally uh, the commentator. Oh, okay. So it may be a little bit different at Spielberg, but we'll wait and see. So just a little bit of a defense there for the... Well, he'll probably be, he'll have good insight because he was Suzuki's test rider. Yeah. So yeah. He, he might have that little bit of like Simon Crafar type knowledge about him. Yeah. Which would be good for the Povos that don't want to buy the MotoGP pass. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm not defending that. I'm just, I want Simon Crafar. Well, at least we got him in the uh, <laughs> post-race interviews in Park Ferme. Yeah, you still get him in Park Ferme. Okay. And you can still watch his tech talks on YouTube. So if you want to do that on a on, Wednesday on, afternoon. <laughs> on the video pass. Yeah. Um, they went through live when all the riders were on that little bus yeah. waving to oh, everyone. Yeah. I think oh, yeah. TNT did it on a delayed feed. But then um, they don't have anything to fill in afterwards. So they just have a dude with a camera <laughs> walking around the MotoGP oh, walk and just funny. watching them like sign autographs for people and having and, like and little no conversations. No, oh, there was cool. no commentary. I don't mind that. Yeah, it was pretty good. Look, it's still better than the old Fox sports coverage. Um, Tell us about that. <laughs> Damo Cutto. Um, and look, I personally think that the the coverage we used to get is nowhere near as good as when we had Nick Harris, the GOAT. The yeah, commentary. you're never going to yeah. beat that. Yeah. To, to defend Fox Sports though, when they had Chris Fimulin, Yeah, Chris is awesome. Um, yeah. And Stubbsy, was it Stubbsy? Stubbsy yeah, was yeah, good. Yeah. They were really they were good. Awesome. Yeah, really, 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 really good. good. Yep. Um, it was just the last couple of years. Well, Chris wasn't there. I actually didn't mind Damien Cudlin. It was an old mate that was a bit of a barge. What's his <laughs> Kevin name? McGee. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin McGee. Yeah, Kevin McGee. No, all right. No, actually, Kev's... you know what? I'm, I like him. Bring him back. <laughs> actually, I'm with you. I like yeah, him. Yeah, bring him back. Take it out. It was Re- good. Remember when Kevin... Did, I don't know if you remember this um, or noticed, but he started bleeding on live TV. <laughs> he <laughs> oh, did. No. He, he like did. picks one of his yeah. He oh, started no. bleeding. Oh, Poor God. Bastard. No, I, can't, I guess a bit like forgetful it. on the TV as well, Kevin McGee. Well, you know, it's not easy, I suppose. It's not easy. Man, it wouldn't be. No. Nah. But they were really good. Mm. Shout out to Chris. Get him back. Yeah, Chris. Well, Chris. Chris, good bloke. <laughs> Homegrown hero. Yeah. Uh, boys, anything else MotoGP-wise you wanted to touch on before we move on? Uh, oh, yeah. For sure. Was Pekka on the green? Oh. Yes, he was. I think he was. Jesus. Didn't, didn't, the sensor didn't... Apparently, mm. according to um, the stewards, it didn't go off. Do you, <laughs> do you such, believe, a dawn, such a dawner thing to man, happen. ridiculous. Do you believe, though, the photo or the sensor? Because the photo is on the green. I Yeah, well, I personally think you should go by the photo. Yeah. Because you can see, like, Binder was probably closer to the um, to the ripple strip than Bagnaya was. Does, yeah. Does, yeah. It's a tough, like, in Binder's case, it was a tough one. I reckon Binder's uh, way tougher. In Aston or wherever it was. Yeah. He he got rolled. I think back and I was, I honestly thought they are going to demote him to third. But Ducati came out and apparently there's something where even if you touch the green, if yes. the rider behind you is not close enough to overtake you, it's not a penalty anyway. Oh, uh, okay. Which... Is stupid. You should still be penalised. He was pretty close, though. He was close. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I didn't but think hap- he wasn't. An over- I thought he was still. But yeah, it happened to Acosta okay. on the long lap. Yeah, he touched the green. They didn't say anything. That's right. 
Martin also went through the chicane in Assen on the green, touched the green, mm. but Marini was like four seconds behind him, so nothing happened. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Is it a... I reckon it's a Euro... It's a boys club. Are you saying it's a conspiracy? Are we, I, put, are we, th- are we putting our tinfoil hats on right now? Yeah, I think it's... They're looking after the Euros. 100%. If that had been Binder again, he would have been he would have been demoted to last. <laughs> nah, Seriously. No, nah, you've been harsh there, Daniel, I reckon. I think that the thing is with Binder running wide... Yeah, I don't know, actually. I think, it should, I think it should have been a penalty. Well, there's the cost... As you said, there was a Costa and the Jorge Martins. Well, though. the difference between second and third is two points. 20 points, 18 points. Is that correct? Or is 20 it, and... Uh, 25, 20 and 18? No, 16. Okay, well, four points, we'll call it. Imagine if that makes a difference at the end of the year. Yeah, 100%. That's what I mean. We'll go back to this incident. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be probably hundreds of incidents we can go back yeah, to if exactly it go, right. comes down to that. But, but what, what do you think, James? Do you think it was a penalty? I think it's a penalty. Yeah. If you touch the green. That's how I t- interpret the rule. But the thing yeah. is, though, the sensor didn't go off. Yeah, but, but they ca- they technology can't... fails. But exactly right. <clears throat> but how many times have we seen ride height devices fail out of a corner? It's the same thing. Technology yeah. fails. Yeah, but the, no, 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 I'm saying the sensor didn't go off that he did run wide. That's what they came out and said. So yeah, they, have to go, they have to go off the sensor rather than going off the vision because that's the rule. With Binder, the sensor went off, so they have to give him the penalty. I get that. You know what I mean? I get that. But If the sensor went off... And then they still didn't give him the penalty. That's bullshit. But the sensor didn't go up. Yeah, so. look. But who's, who's controlling? I'm going full conspiracy now. Who's controlling the sensor? Um, Probably yeah. Loris Caparossi. Yeah, who sees that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's on the take out of the table. Yeah, the 100%. Okay, well... The Italian dollar. Just say they want the Euros to win. <laughs> but let's just go full uh, Republica conspiracy podcast. Um, if just say a Spanish and Italian rider won... How much more revenue would they get if a South African rider won a title? Think of like merchandise, Nothing. views. It'd be so much more. Nah, less. Nah, less. It's not as big. Take the hat off, mate. What do you mean? <laughs> the, the, like the, the, the sport, I don't think the sport's as big as what it is in, compared to Europe. That's what I'm saying. If an Italian won... Yes. Yeah, that's okay. They'll that's get a... more money. Oh, sorry. Oh, we oh, thought you, you meant you if a South African won. Yeah, you if want... a South African won... I think they said it's been to win. Yeah, if Binder, Binder won, then they wouldn't get the money. Correct. Yeah, no, that's revenue, right. Revenue like it's uh, Italian. Have to replay Spanish. that and make sure we, we were wrong or you were wrong on that one. So, oh, like we got recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're right. It's definitely got it's definitely got a big play in it. Yeah. Mm. So, there's a conspiracy in MotoGP. And how long has it been going for? <laughs> <laughs> Years. Goodness. When they freaking robbed Rossi of his tent. <laughs> that goes against our conspiracy now. No, it doesn't because they're looking after the Spanish. Oh, true. Uh, Dorna. Dorna headquarters. Dogs. True. Well, speaking about Valentino Rossi, shall we throw it back? Let's throw it back, boys. Yeah, good call. Great segue. James's, uh, James's throwback this week. Alrighty, boys. On this day, is what the video is, 2003 Phillip Island Grand Prix. Now... With this uh, Grand Prix, uh, <laughs> it was terrible weather. So, it was my first ever MotoGP experience. I went down in the back with my dad yep. um, on the 996. Oof. And then my uncle went down. 
And I can't believe we even rode down because it was like pissing weekend, pissing down rain the whole weekend. We even were in the pits, got interviewed by Fox Sports. My uncle was rambling on to one of the uh, things that how bad the weather was. And it was so bad, I think we just watched, I think, qualifying. Just how small the crowd was. Yeah, I know, crazy. No look, and look, look how, look how, um, look how waterlogged all the, 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 the sides are. So we just watched it from, like, we went back to the house in Phillip Island and just watched it because it was just, it was too much. It was, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. But, um, what an amazing, probably one of the most iconic races in the modern era from the GP and probably for Valentino Rossi. I have to admit, I was there with my family. We were, uh, we were there that year and my probably earliest memory of MotoGP race was this. Yeah. And I always go back to this race about this 10 second penalty, uh, the famous 10 second penalty, so, which I'll explain. Man, so when I first walk, walked into that track, I'll never forget the yeah. smell of two strokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and the, sound the sound of the sound of the bikes and how loud they you were. You sort of actually fall in love instantly. Yeah, you do. And I remember, this is 2003, everyone was talking about Casey Stoner. He was the next big thing. He was the next big thing. Yep. Um, so he was in oh, so he this was is in the, one two fives, right? And that's the yellow flag that Bayless. Yeah. So basically, the main thing that happened of this race was uh, Bayless crashed. Um, Rossi, Rossi passed under a yellow flag, and then he had a ten second penalty. So then he was out in front, and then had to then. Yeah, win by 10 seconds or more, which is, you know, how hard is that to do? Yeah. And then wins by 15. So then he won by five, technically. Mm. And he started on pole, got swamped to about 10th in the first lap. So yeah, he came back from 10th to then win by 15. Wow. The goat. Yeah, amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. With that, which I found interesting, a couple interesting things. It was a pretty stacked field. Like, Rossi, Capo Rossi, that Ducati, the 2003 Ducati is the best, my favorite MotoGP bike. Yeah, it looks good. It's a good looking bike, that. All time. I don't think there's a better looking bike since. Just so classic, isn't it? The classic colors, Melbro sponsorship. Just looks like, they all, for me, they are like my favourite MotoGP bikes. They look like proper prototypes. Yeah. Like we always touch on, eh? Yeah. Yeah. It's what racing bikes should look like. Yeah, they look like, you know, they do. No winglets, no aero. Pointed front, pointed rear yeah. tail. Yeah. yeah. The good thing about the new bikes are, if you strip the winglets off, it's not going to be that that much different. No, they're still good looking bikes. Yeah. It's just the winglets, yeah. mainly. I reckon the Honda without winglets would look mint. Yeah. Um... But yeah, you've got guns in there. Carlos Checker, Kenny Roberts Jr., Nicky Hayden, first year. Yeah, he was up there as well. He was yeah, I think, I think he um he finished third. Yeah, Caprossi got second. Oh. Uh, Marco Melandri just won a 250cc um, title. That was his first year on that Yamaha. Max Biaggi was there. Uh, Richie Kirinari, Alex Barros, Bayless. Oh, stuck for you. Mm. Gary McCoy, John Hopkins. Um, which is which is nuts. So in that same weekend, Danny Pedrosa just wrapped up the one two five CC title the year, uh, the week before. Yep. Comes out free practice Saturday morning, crashes, hits the tie wall, breaks both his ankles. Oh. Do not remember that at all. 
and then just misses the rest of the year. Wow. But luckily, he, he, uh, he uh, just wrapped up the title. Wish he had that same luck in MotoGP. I know, Jesus. <laughs> Maybe he used it all up then. And in that race, yeah, good point. in that race, there was 16 retirements in the 125s. What? 16? Unheard it must have been wet. Must have been Jeez, It must nuts. have been in the they morning. Slick, are they on slicks here? Look at the power slide. Yeah. Oh, no, it's nuts. They are on slicks, aren't they? Because it was wet at the start of the race. So. 16, 16 retirements. And just have a listen to some of these names in the 125 class. Yeah. So you had Pedrosa, who didn't obviously race. Casey Stoner, Andrea Davizioso, Marco Simoncelli, Mickey Calio, Pablo Nieto, Lucio Cecanello, no uh, Tom Luthi, uh, Julian Simon, Gabor Telmashi, Jorge Lorenzo, Alex DeAngelis, Hector Barbara, Alvaro Bautista. That's just in the one two five class. And we thought Moto 2 was a stacked field. Man. That is a uh, massive field. Few world champions there. How amazing. And, and a Buddy team, a couple team owners, Nieto and Cecchiello. Yeah. Man, that's, that's crazy. Uh, and the other thing is incredible. Like, yeah, that it is incredible. And they've all like a, most of that. Most of those riders did something. Yeah, like the, they didn't. What a, one hit wonders. And the other thing to take out of that is how amazing Danny Pedrosa is. Yeah, to win Danny, that year, Danny Pedrosa in those lower classes was unstoppable yeah he really was yeah, he was a joy to watch helps when you weigh 10 kilos yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, right. he did have a weight advantage yeah no yeah. but like you said to do that against yeah. the, all those names like man yeah there is some killers how did Casey Stoner go in the race uh, retired crashed uh, he's one of the 16 or 18 retirements so uh, it's how, yeah. the, how many was in the field uh, I remember the field 17 plus 6 17 plus uh 19 or I remember the fields back in the day were massive. were massive yeah, yeah. there was like 40 riders yeah. it was awesome. cheaper it was cheaper to get back in here so I'm yeah. I'm even looking at it here so for the wild cards for Aussies in the 250s yeah there was four yeah there was four wild cards but five actually but four of them didn't qualify because they weren't fast enough oh, must have been in practices right. yeah because yeah, you get 110% of the time or something yeah exactly um but Anthony West got second that year in the 250cc race. Tony Lees was in it, 11th. Mm. Chaz Davies was in it. Hector Fable, you remember him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sebastian Porto, like there is um, Sylvain Guntali, retired. You just forget, man. Yeah. You just forget where these riders, you know, they've been Well, starting around. next week, we've got a new segment coming. We do. Where are they now? Yep. Um, Daniel's Daniel's going to hit, hit us off next week. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> one other thing to touch on as well I was actually looking at lap times so the pole lap time was a minute 30 around Phillip Islands yep now Moto2 is only a minute 32 really so only two seconds off what MotoGP are now surely, surely some wait 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 132 back then 132 now Moto2 oh right so okay. caught up interesting um, and what's really interesting is the Moto2, it was 2019, Tom Luthi did that. And in 250s, it's a, the, those Moto2 boys are only a tenth quicker than 250s back in 2008, if that makes sense. So, Moto2 in 2019 did a 132.6. Yeah. The 250 CC two strokes yeah. back in 2008, their last year, did a 132.7. Okay. 
So that's, and that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So in ten over ten years, they're only they're only a tenth faster, mm. which I think is quite quite incredible. And then the five hundred cc uh, fastest lap is a one thirty two seven, so they're slower than mm. motor two bikes. Yeah. So I just thought that was um that was different. Yeah, interesting. That's really interesting, actually. The other thing is, um, obviously those five hundreds were bullies down the straight and they were just hard to get harder to get through the corners yeah i was gonna say different um power delivery oh exactly yeah. right just looking at this now uh world superbikes fastest laps are 130 flat now yeah same same time as a 2003 moto gp bike yeah mm. this is just crazy it's 20 years on yeah the same uh, world superbikes are now only the same speed as a prototype 20 years ago yeah, Mind-boggling. Yeah, half the half the engine size as well. Yep. Again, down to power delivery as well. Yeah. Hooking up that rear tire. Yeah. Yeah. yeah breaking heavier bike, braking harder. Yeah. Into like say Miller Corner and Lukey and all that that's kind it. of stuff. But yeah, that's my uh, throw it back two thousand three. Nice first, mate, that's, that's awesome. Mad. First motor GP. What Do you mean any riders? Nah, the year after. We met um, through my dad's work, Colin Edwards. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. And he was so nice. I mean, I was like a little kid. I know I was so nervous to meet him, but he was like so, so nice. They reckon he's like one of the nicest yeah, bikes ever. Yeah, he was very cool. Signed like t-shirt and stuff, which is sick. I reckon in 05, then we went down to get all of us down and stayed. Uh, it must have been one of those I think years. Yeah, your mom, your dad, my mom. We stayed at the house. That's right, we did too. And we had a funny incident on the... Um, veranda we had the suzuki team staying next door to us oh true and we sent james out to go talk to him i don't remember this at all we sent james out to go talk to him and they're like oh yeah i think you said how did um whoever was racing for them go and they go yeah good and then he came <laughs> back inside like a dog the 12 year old it was just funny a funny memory that i remember but there's so many memories down in that place god i'm so, I'm so excited yeah i can't wait I can't it's two wait two months and two weeks away nice oh, keen as I can already feel the beer. We might be planes. on. Might be, might be some uh, good footage and yes, yeah, yes. coming from that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we keep maybe. that in the back pocket for the viewers. Watch this space. Yeah. Watch this space. Yeah, yeah. Maybe some unprecedented access. Yeah, yeah. We might be, uh, might be on TNT TV. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll help. We'll help them. Oh, that's funny. Uh, Tom, any news four wheel related? Look, quite quiet over the last week on F1s. The Probably the biggest story at the moment is what Alpha Tower is doing next year. Uh, the rumor in the paddock is they're actually going to run the 2023 Red Bull car next year. So... I have heard that. Yeah. So... That's big. Massive. But the, there's rules and regulations behind it, like what happened with the pink Mercedes. Yes. You can't do it. So, we'll see what happens. There's only so many parts and things you can copy yep so they're gonna have to still create a, a their own car but it's nothing like MotoGP where yeah. you can swap chassis and engines and have like factory bikes on factories you have to make your own car if you want to compete so that's so probably the biggest story coming out of the um out of the paddock but yeah i suppose we're gonna it's a four week four week summer break now for f1 so yeah yep. i know crazy but yeah, yeah some um quite- it just you know it stays pretty quiet then we'll we'll start having some um some you know trade talks that sort of thing what's happening next year because the big thing we were talking before the pod ricardo where's he going is he going to go to the red bull is he going to stay at alpha my 
my suspicion was that Ricardo is there to see how good Yuki Sonoda is, as we touched on last week. Yep. So, yeah. So we'll see we'll see what happens. It'd be a big uh, second half of the championship, I think, for all that. Not for the actual championship, but yeah, for just driver seats. Market. Yeah, there's also a rumor which has just just only come a hold off the press is Carlos <laughs> signs a signed a pre-contract agreement with Audi. Yeah, because they're coming that. to F1s in 2025. Oh so, wow! Yeah, so they'll be there poster boy. That's a good get. Are they going under the Sauber badge as well? They haven't conf- Yeah, yes, they are. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, That's interesting mad. that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens with that one. But uh, also, uh, Toto Wolf had a massive. Uh, he's got an injury. So what's going on with him? I don't know. He's a um, bit of a mishap. We punched off Michael Massey or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Finally found him. So yeah, he's um, I don't know. Hurt his arm. I think broke his arm or something. So not many. No much news. <laughs> <laughs> Escape from the bottom of the barrel. Yes. Yeah, what about what about Stan? You got anything for us? Nah, oh, just been um, on the edge of my seat. Nah, nah, nothing on Supers. Just let Kawona has basically come out and said he'll let Honda decide oh. his future, whether it's yeah. going to be okay. with um, Superbikes or MotoGP. Yeah. But I think with the market, and I think he'll stay in Supers. I don't think he'll be back in the paddock. He didn't do much, I don't think, over the weekend either. Yep. Nah. Struggled. God, how, how can you? Marquez can't. God, good luck to Lekawona. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right. Like, I, I don't think he's as bad as we think, though. I, don't, I think he's a good no, rider. No, I like him. I yeah. think he's a good rider. Just get him on a decent bike. Yeah. But that's true. But yeah, no, no other no other news on the supers. Oh, actually, no, there is. Uh, Philip Ottle's come out and uh, sort of slammed Go 11 for bringing Iannone on. So yeah. Iannone yep. signed yep. to come back to super bikes. And What's how many years out? Four and a yeah, half, I yeah. think. And Ottil is like, how can you take a guy that's, you know, been out of the out of any form of racing for so long? That's a long time. And he makes a great point. Hundred percent. You know, it it leaves him out of a seat, and he's not a terrible uh, rider. No. <clears throat> capable. So, yeah, very capable. You know, he's put in some decent performances and stuff. So, um. He, he talk, sort of took it as a massive slap in the face. I wonder if they've done it to bring more attention to the team, more attention attention to the to the racing. I think so. Just to get you know, on the seat. It's another you know another big name. Big name, and it's an interesting to watch to see how he does as well. Well, that's and that will make the viewers that are on the fence about watching it. It's another yeah. reason to watch it. Well, it makes you change your mind, Tom. Well, you saw me watching it the other day. It was yeah, it was it was interesting. <laughs> Nah, it is good racing. I'm just, I'm just taking the piss. Yeah, it's funny, it man. It's so funny, and it's probably in its best spot in the last few years as well. Again, a pretty stacked field. I think you, Johnny, think of it. I think Johnny Ray actually has done a lot for the sport, but he also has. killed the sport with winning those championships after and after again. Because yes, definitely. I think the other thing is too. There wasn't really much around him when he won. Yeah, I'm not not taking anything away. He's a fantastic racer. Yeah, fantastic rider. But now with some bigger names, like, you know... MotoGP boys. Some MotoGP guys coming back. Um, it's just really sort of hyped it up a bit more. Yeah. Old yeah, Beach had his dominating, but, you know, I think there'll be a shake-up. There was a bit of a rumour that Yamaha approached Johnny Ray to replace Top Rack as well. Yeah. So that'll be huge if that's... Yeah. If wow, that's pulling him away goes, from the... Jeez, that's from the massive. Yeah, God. You know, and if he can go and win win with them 
That would be good. That'd be huge. That'd be great for the sport as well. So, but it should be look. It should be good uh, next year. Still a few rounds to go this year. Championships not decided. Yeah. So, you know, all the championships seem to be shaping up. Probably bar MotoGP and F1 seem mm. to be shaping up pretty good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, motor racing is in a great position worldwide. Hundred percent, it yeah. is. Hundred percent. Did you boys see that stat um, on the weekend? And it was NASCAR got more viewers than F1. Yeah, it was like two point three million. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, probably thanks to us. <laughs> well, I think I think we may have jumped the gun on that a little bit from our previous pod. Where, look, I mean, at the end of the day, if you looked at that stat ten years ago, it would be it'd be ten million from NASCAR and a hundred thousand F1. So, I mean, the gap's definitely. Was well, that viewers in America? Just oh, in the it was in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Not worldwide or anything. I mean, no, it was just just America. Yeah, it's interesting. There'd be more than a million viewers of the F1 worldwide. I yeah, I'd love oh, to yeah, see... Yeah, 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 I'd love to see... That It really doesn't actually tell you much, really, that stat, because I'd like to see, as you said, 10 years ago... Yeah. 15 years ago, what F1 would have looked like up against well, it's NASCAR. the same, like, V8 supercars in this country 10 years ago. I mean, we obviously, we touched on this last week, but... Um, how different it is and how the, how F1 is just taking a lot of supporters away. The crowd... All creating new sport supporters, really. True, yeah, yeah, 100%. But interesting to see the crowds at Silverstone didn't... like They look like they had a lot of empty grandstands. But looking at the stats, they actually had 10 more thousand people at the race this year than they did last year. Yeah. So You can't expect F1 numbers for MotoGP. It will never happen. No. Maybe, maybe in Spanish rounds. Yeah. Like, maybe but even then I just remember the Rossi days I just don't ever remember an empty, empty grandstands uh, maybe in Italy but I reckon Silverstone uh, as well it's only three just... weeks after the F1 race it's a lot of and you can action j- and yes. you can jam pack so many people in the Silverstone like you know it's such a big circuit so it can yeah. look empty really easily mm. but you know F1's F1 like you're just never going to match that yeah no no chance it's all so well um, got this clip up here. I just thought this was this was sick. Speaking of V8 supercars, probably we're on the men with V8. Yeah, yeah, we're pissed off. Oh, a lot of people have agreed with us. Actually, let's be honest. We um, we're trying to call back any uh, any chances for corporate tickets. <laughs> but this has to be it's Gizzy um, winning some race. Yeah, and that's Adelaide 500. When he won the championship. It has to. Oh, I always thought Adelaide 500 was the first round, so I don't know what's going on with that anymore. But it probably has to be one of the best celebrations I think I've ever seen. Yeah. So. So what does he do? Does he get a Does he get a brick or something? How does he? Yeah. How does he? So if people are listening, he basically is doing a burnout. Yeah. Then puts it up against the wall. Put something on his throttle and just keep it doing a burnout naturally. Then yeah. runs, grabs the trophy, and then jumps back in his car. Yeah. Surprised he had this much fuel left after his um, after the race as well. <laughs> Don't you have to provide a sample to the? Well, maybe that might be F1. FIA. That's so sick. Isn't that the coolest thing? He's left his shoe on there. But bro, this is this is. Uh, yeah. Oh, he has two, but that wouldn't be enough weight. No. Uh, he's awesome. There must be something in there, surely. Oh, how good's the Red Bull? Yeah, that, and that car looks dope. Oh, look, the left fans are running, running on the track. Surely not, really. Yeah. So we do shit on V8 supercars. No, and look, in all seriousness, um, this is probably one of the coolest celebrations so cool. I've ever yeah. seen. 
and we're big Gizzy fans. And we also hope that the, the supercars get back to their prime days. And we, yeah. And we don't. We personally don't know what that is. I actually don't know how they. they um, I think, as you said, going from uh, free to wear. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, a lot, that, and a lot of people said that on now. They did. We got a lot of response off that clip. It was amazing. Yeah. And the new Gen 3 cars, yeah. whatever, no one, no one's really um, taken a liking to them. Yeah. So but they, the other thing is, I, I was waiting for them to to get rid of these Holden because they had the Holden Commodore on the grid for three or four years after it was even after it was axed. Yeah, and it was like that, the oh, shit. The damage. Yeah. So, who knows what the future holds for them? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> they've still got uh, people are still going to watch it but to maintain they need to maintain a supporter base to afford to go around and, and get fans to the race they're always going to have Bathurst people are always going to flock that that's always going to be sold out whatever cars are going around but it's just the other 18 rounds of the year what what they're going to do the biggest uh, thing that I read was free to wear the gen 3 cars and just it's there's too much going on after racing. There's races on Saturdays, there's yeah. Sundays. Yeah. I think they just need to dumb it down. I think they need it simpler. I don't see a problem with the Gen 3 cars. I think that that's a good thing. I think what people are coming from is they're more unrelatable now. Because yeah. remember, the Commodore was a family car. Yeah. So you could have a V8 supercar yeah. that's basically take your kids to school in. Yeah. yeah, yeah and you yeah. can't have that anymore no. tomorrow or no. a Mustang. That's the big thing. Which, look, maybe that's where time's obviously going, but that's yeah. not helping that series. No, not at all. That's the differences. So, yeah. Um, how's Jet Lawrence going? Was there a race between nah. pods? <laughs> okay, nah. so still... Still 16 and 0. 16 and 0. <laughs> that's wicked, man. So cool. Yeah. yeah. Still. Surely he's going to complete it. Surely he'll go perfect season. Yeah, fuck, who knows? Motocross is so hard, you can injure yourself so easily. Oh, yeah. yeah. One slight tiny mistake, like all motorsport, but. Motocross, I reckon, is one of the most physically demanding sports on, on earth. Yeah, it, it is, yeah. It, yeah. It, they make it look so easy, yeah. but if you go onto a motocross track and you even try and ride two laps, okay, and then even make it sandy that's rutted out, yeah. Good luck. Yeah. If you've never done it before, or you're just, or you're even a rider that maybe rides in the bush, but then you try and go on that and then ride a motocross bike and then go around there, you've got no hope. Yeah, it is so difficult. The way those guys prepare for racing, how fit they are, it's so underestimated. Unbelievable. And it's so underestimated how fit those those guys are. They put so much work in. Right time. Spot, spot on. Spot uh, on. Yeah. yeah, just reps in the gym, yeah. running, cardio. Their cardio is out of control. Would be. Um, so much cycling they do. It's a big thing um, with motorsport. Yeah. There's a lot of cycling as well. Um, their strength that those guys have, the core strength. It's, Especially to wrestle a 450 around. Man. Yeah, they have to be some of the fittest blokes that, again, nobody really talks about. No, knows about. it's so yeah. underrated. Yeah. It's not recognized whatsoever. And, and the impact on the body as well, arms, legs, like... Man, yeah. arms, yeah, yeah, yeah. People arm don't pump. realize, yeah, arm pump. They're, like, yeah. they're squeezing that tank with you know, their legs, a yeah, lot of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then trying to race past people, pick lines. Like, there's so much mentally going on. Yeah. And that sport is... And they're all cowboys. Like, they're all just crazy motherfuckers. It's Man, so good. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're so loose, yeah. all those guys. Yeah, it's the best. But that's, that's why, you know, that's why I've always loved it and watched 
you know, yeah, Carl Michaels or Stewart. Put so. it on. Put it on bloody Australian TV. Yeah, I know. God. Been fine for it. Yeah, it's, it's and, and and advertise it. Advertise. And people it. will watch it. Young kids will watch it. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's definitely a market for it. It's just, I think it's it has to be the AMA series though because it's like it's like weird example, but it's like soccer in the A League. You know, people want to watch the best of the best, and in the Australian motocross series, they have it. They they you know mm. televise yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but. People realistically want to watch. It's a yeah. bit like Superbikes and Metal Yeah. <laughs> 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 People want to. Not happy with that, Dom. I'll get the text a little bit. But it's it's true. People want to watch the best of the best. Of and, course. And Aussies are getting starved of that because they're not seeing any of it. They're not seeing the MXGP boys and they're not seeing AMA with our own two, two guys winning. So. In the Australian series though are they good young up and comers or are they all guys that have been there done that uh, and bit, of, bit of both bit of both um, and look not to shit on the Aussie guys they're super fast of course um, they're still no joke but just to get the average punter in or whatever it is you need to have the gotta main have the series yeah. you know um, gotta have the big draw card you gotta have the big draw card you know and whenever someone gets super fast anyway they're, e- they're either now already in Europe or in the States as a kid that's yeah. just how it is these days but like Chad Reed was in the Aussie Nationals but then he just went booted straight off to, yeah, to America across. so yeah it's where it's where it's at but yeah people there's there's a lack of appreciation on how fast motocross riders are and how fit they are because it's easily one of the most physically demanding sports in the world oh absolutely man Get on a YZ or CRF450 and try and tame one of them around a Sandy or just a regular motocross track. Well, we've got to get you on the uh, CR500 once it's <sighs> redone, mate. Let's go. I'm too scared for that. Too scared. <laughs> I've rode a KX500 once and scared the pants off me. <laughs> no, thanks. Unreal. No tips this week, is there, boys? No. Nah. No. Nah. Next week. Next, Next week. week, Austrian Grand Prix. So, have we got anything on this weekend? I don't think so. NASCAR probably NASCAR V8s <laughs> The Pensile 200 Ah <laughs> uh, V8s Well You know what we should do Let's give them a plug Let's give them a plug What do they got uh, No because they raced last weekend Oh they can't race two weekends in a row What's going on Well maybe Oh IndyCar Nice day. Nah no weekend So the following weekend's at the bend the bend. So, do we have anything on? What you were know, you saying? What, what were we going to say? I was going to say, let's let's do this. Let's all of us. Let's sit down and on a Sunday and let's watch the V8s race, and we'll come to an opinion on the Monday. But not this weekend. Well, we can't this weekend because <laughs> not on. There's IndyCar. <laughs> oh, is it August twelfth? Uh, okay, might, cool. Might, might, I'm going to watch that. Yeah, where is it? Let's let's all try and watch that. Done. And get and get something out of all it. All right, cool. I like right. finding new stuff. Guys, next week we'll come back with some IndyCar talk. Scotty McLaughlin? Yeah. Where is it? In uh, Indianapolis? That's what no. you said? Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, the, that's, it's, that's the track. It's, it's yeah. the road track. It's the road track. So it's the old F where they race, used to race the F1. Oh, that's cool. That'll be yeah. good. I'll be mint. Do they go... I think they go the wrong way around then. I'm pretty sure. The oval, I wouldn't... Because the F1s used to go the other way yeah, around. Yeah, they used to go yeah. um, clockwise. clockwise. Yeah. yeah. That was sick how they so did So turns that. one... Uh, two from straight. Okay, cool. All right, we'll go and see how that. That'd be cool, actually. Nice. All right, beautiful. Beautiful. Anything Done. else, Dan? No tip bits for us. No, I got nothing interesting this week, unfortunately. Jimmy, 
Nah, I said my uh, cool thing about Danny Pedrosa breaking both his ankles. <laughs> 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 Any crystal balls? Any maybe even silly season rumor crystal? Nah, balls? you know my my head's getting fucking this big, so huge at the I'm moment with the crystal balls. No, I still see. I still see Marquez going to Grassini. Um, and I wanted just to touch on something that's that very quickly involves Marquez. Yep. Alex Marquez winning that race on Saturday, sprint race. Yeah. Does it mean anything? Is he a race winner? What do you think about sprint races? I don't like them. They don't mean anything. What does he get? I, I, is, he I, a ra- I, is he a race winner? Let's, let's is he start. a race winner? Let's, Has he won a MotoGP race? Okay, let's quickly dissect Nobody this. knows. Nobody can answer the, me. That's right. Is that a MotoGP race winner? No. Nah. Winning a sprint race? No. Nah. Not To me, it's not. To me, it's not as either. No. Nah, you're not. A, that's not. For me, it's not a race win. But does it count though? Yeah, like you know how Ross. All right, hang on. You know wins. what I'll do? I'll look. I'll go Alex Marquez in Google. How many race? How many MotoGP races has he won? None. Donuts. <laughs> Come on, Tom. Bloody Aussie broadband. <laughs> I like this. I got. He disagree. has had a win. It nah, says. that's crap. I love the sprint racing though. I think it's been great for the sport. I like the sprint racing as well. I think it's and awesome. I poo pooed it at the start, but I think it's good. But I, I think it's it's fun. It's fun on a Saturday night. Not at, yeah, not at midnight. Yeah, that's funny. The palms mop. Yeah, I know. It's different, but no. But normally it's not at midnight, is it? Uh, yeah, no. like eleven o'clock. Yeah, like I think yeah. we've had this conversation yeah, before. Yeah, well, okay, so look, he by season no, he has not had a win as such. Um, and it's not, a, but it does say one win against his name. He's not one race, think, does he know? I don't think anyone knows. No, he's okay. So Moto GP World Championship, he's had sixty starts with one win. That's what it says. Oh, well, there you okay. go. So it's a win then. No, nah, but that's Wikipedia. I mean, who knows? But then you go down to Moto GP results. Okay, what about if you go onto his profile in MotoGP.com? I'll tell you. Oh, I'll quickly figure this out. What's his name? Alex Marquez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where is he? Shaping up to be the better one this year. <laughs> he Not is. The brothers. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. Victories. Current season. Zero. Okay. There you go. MotoGP.com. Does it have a separate category for sprint wins? No. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. So, what does it mean, Daniel? What does it mean? They don't get... It's for the championship. It's for the spectators. I know, but... I don't know. I'm surprised. I really thought you would have got around it. Look, I like watching it, but it just frustrates me when someone wins. It's like a... It's like an AFL player debuting and then starting as a sub. That's what it feels yeah, like. Yeah. Okay. okay. Is it Fair actually enough. a debut? Is it actually a win? Like, does he celebrate a win? Does he like? I just. I yeah. think though they don't. You can see they don't really go nuts on their celebrations anyway. They accept their medal, yeah. take a bow, piss off to the pits. It's just more focus up for tomorrow. Let's grab the points and yeah, focus on Sunday. That's all right. Yeah. So it's not a win, but it's more entertainment for the fans. So it's a win for the fans. It's a win for the fans. I think that's how we should end this one. It's a win for the fans. That's it. And on that note, we'll see you next week. <laughs> see you, boys. See you guys.